Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Morgan's room. Today, I have a very um, uh, a new and maybe um, maybe successful, maybe not successful segment um, that I am calling "Songs About You," and um, these are a series of songs that um, like shaped me as like a person <laughs> from like a young age and or um, just like in the past. Uh, songs that, you know, had a lot of meaning to me, changed my life somehow. Um, I have about 10 of them, I think, so I'm going to jump right in. Um, these are songs that I have specific stories for or specific moments that I remember feeling a certain way or thinking something, and um, I think that's uh, pretty interesting. So let's go right into it. Um, the first song that is on this list is... Um, and before I say all these songs, please feel free to, um, listen to them after this. Um, I endorse all of these songs. I still listen to them to this day, so. (laughs) Um, okay, so starting with, um, the first one is by, uh, a band named Lincoln Park, and the song is In The End, and, um, this song I heard when I was, like, I don't know, maybe, um really young like like six or seven and I remember because my mom like my parents are divorced and so my my mom introduced me to the song because she loved this band um and she told me that it reminded her of like her divorce like it got the song got her through um the divorce with my dad so and then every time she told me that before I even listened to it so when I heard it for the first time I was like really emotional because it's a really sad song like it's it's not uplifting like it's just kind of just sad and depressing and um the fact that like she told me that she had like sat in her room and cried and listened to this song like god it just like ate me alive but um uh yeah so in the end it is very uh very kind of sad i listen to it like if i'm frustrated about something or if Honestly, I listen to it just kind of, like, to, like, let go of the situation or something like that. Uh, not to, like, dwell on it anymore, but just to kind of just accept the defeat and, and walk away from it. So, I could see how she was relating it to <laughs> her divorce. But that is the first song. Um, so, we're starting kind of, like, young. And that's, like, I guess the, the beginning. Um, uh which is really ironic because the name of the song is in the end anyway um the next song we have is um make damn sure by taking back sunday this song i loved as a kid like i was i think 11 10 or 11 maybe younger when i first heard it um because my sister antonina was super into them and she loved this song she used to um listen to this song a lot and I would, uh, I used to share a room with her when we were younger, so whatever she listened to, I listened to, and she pretty much, like, formed my entire music sensibility, (laughs) which I am very grateful for, because she has very good taste, um, but yeah, make damn sure, I listened to this song last, maybe a year or two ago, um, and I was on a road trip, and it's a very good road trip song, um, cause you can just kind of belt it out and, and just scream and, and whatever. 
um it gets a lot, a lot of energy so <laughs> i really uh i think that that song is is very good for <laughs> letting off some steam um <clears throat> This next song is a personal favorite of mine. I have heard this song live twice now. Um, it is Off to the Races by Lana Del Rey. And this song, I remember very specifically the first time I ever heard this song. I was driving. Well, I wasn't driving, but I think I was 13, maybe. Maybe 14. And... Um, my sister uh, Kit was driving and Antonino was in the front seat and we were listening to Antonino's music, of course. And I was in the back seat and we were driving on this one of the main roads in Clarksville, Tennessee. And we were driving back home from somewhere. I don't remember. Um, but we <laughs> were driving on this road and it was like a summer, like bright summer day. Windows were down, whatever, like wind was going everywhere. And um we listened to this song in like the succession of that album, the um, Born to Die album. And this was like 20, whatever, I don't know what year that, that album came back, came out, maybe like 2008 or something. But um, I uh, remember hearing the song and I fell in love with it like immediately. And um, then I started listening to, I started actually listening to Lana because uh we played the whole album and i liked like almost all the songs on the album and uh off to the races was very um very special to me because it was the first lana song i'd ever heard and um i love that song like even like right now i would listen to it like right now and still love it the same that i did the very first time i heard it um and i've heard this song live twice one was in January of 2018, I think. I took um, Antonina to the concert for her birthday. And um, the next time I heard it was in November of 2019. And I went to see the Norman fucking Rockwell um, concert at uh, in Chicago. And uh, every time she sings it live, like, she's just so good. And she changes a note at the end of the song every time she does it live and it just sounds so good and um I really love that song I just I really do <laughs> I don't know why it's not even relatable not even a little bit to me but I just love the 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 vibe and like the the um just the the sound um and her voice is just like ugh, it just murders me <laughs> all right the next song we have here is kind of sad <laughs> well not kind of sad. It's actually very sad. Um, it is Liability by Lord, And I first heard this song, I think, in 2017, maybe. Um, and I used to listen to it walking um, on my way to college when I was living in Chicago. And um, I had to walk about half a mile to from my apartment to school. And I always had this song on, like... It was on my playlist. It was, I would listen to it all the time. And I just like fell in love with it because I like was listening and I was like really listening. And it was just so sad, but it was so like relatable that it like hurt in such a specific way. And then I just couldn't stop listening to it. And then um, I like went home and I 
like lear- I like learned a cover of it, so I would like sing it um, at home. And I think I recorded a cover once upon a time ago. I don't remember if I still have it, but um, it was very. I remember when I was singing it, and it was just like so, like <laughs> I just put so much like passion into it because it just hurt so much <laughs> in like the best way possible. Like it's really emo to say it, but. <laughs> Yeah, so Liability, a very good song. Uh, this next one is pretty uh, pretty upbeat. It is Settled Down by the 1975. I listened to this when I was training to go to boot camp, uh, Navy boot camp. I would listen to it when I ran, so this was my running song. And uh, the, the contents of the song is pretty, like, pretty normal for the 1975's vibe. Um, and it's just super upbeat and like, you know, you can actually like get your heart pounding to it and, um, it has a, just kind of like a cute, like, you know, rebellious, like teenager, oh shit, we're making out and we shouldn't be type of thing. Um, but I really do like this song and, uh, I heard it, I think for the first time in like a YouTube video, someone like recommended it or something. And I remember like, hearing it and then listening to it um a lot after that so yes settle down all right moving on we have the classic bad romance by lady gaga now this song came out in i want to say like 2008 7 maybe later or earlier i don't know but um i remember listening to this song for the first time and the whole like rah rah part, I could never figure out like <laughs> what was the right thing to say. So I would just be like saying that the the intro like over and over again wrong every single time, and it would just crack me up. It was just so fun to talk about. Um, <laughs> and then I really loved the song. Like I just loved the lyrics. I loved the beat. I love just the composition was just so good. And then the music video slapped. Like, the music video was so good. And it's still good to this day. Like, I would watch it again for sure. Um, and this song just, like, shaped that, like, the 20, like, just, like, that, that like, decade just shaped the entire decade. And um, that album, uh, Fame Monster, was really good. I remember listening to it a lot. I listened to it in the car a lot. And we, like, visited my my aunt and my uncle and my grandma in Jersey. And I remember we got, like, our aunt bought us the album for, like, Christmas or something. So we, like, listened to it in the car. And we I just loved it. Like, Bad Romance is a banger. And it's still a banger to this day. All right. Um, we have Prima Donna by Marina and the Diamonds which is a close, close favorite to my heart because, uh, once again, my <laughs> Antonina, uh, introduced me to this song. The first time I heard it, she was playing it. And, uh, there's a specific line in the song where she says, I want to be adored. <laughs> like when you give, I want more. Like, I was like, what the, f-? I was like, yes, this is so relatable. Like this is me. Like, oh my God. And, um, I just like connected with this song and it's so kind of like peppy and upbeat and like cutesy, but the lyrics are like kind of shady and like a little emo and you know, it's just kind of like 
a little bit self-deprecating in a way, and it just kind of like doesn't match the composition of the song. Um, but it is, it's cute. Like, it's just like a cute song. Like, when I think of this song, I think of like, um, cherries <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, Prima Donna, I love, love this song. I love the acoustic version that, um, Marina did. Uh, she like put out on YouTube. She did an acoustic version of Prima Donna and Homewrecker, and like I f- fell in love with those songs. Um, but yes, it is on the top tier of um, songs that have influenced me. <coughs> uh, going back a little bit to my middle school days, um, "Beautiful Girls" by Sean Kingston. I'm sorry, but that was a banger, an absolute banger. And for a baby gay like I was, and I was, like, so scared of (laughs) being gay and so scared of liking girls. And, um, uh, I was just, I, like, prayed every single day that I wasn't gay. Like, every single day I was like, oh, I wish I was, I wish I just liked guys and it was, I was normal and whatever. And then this song came out and I would listen to it and I would listen to it and then I would, like, it would be on the radio and I would sing along and I was just really feeling it. And I like really felt like the lyrics. And I was like, damn. I'm like, man, I'm really gay. Like, I am gay. <laughs> it just like solidified like how I was feeling. Because I was like, I don't know, like 12 or something. And um, I was very in denial. Um, but I would listen to the song and I would just belt the song. And like no one asked questions because everyone like loved this song in school. Like every single person played this song um it was playing all the time when I was in middle school so um I like didn't feel any shame singing it and then but like secretly (laughs) I was like you know singing it for other reasons but um yeah so that song I would still listen to right now if I could (laughs) um and then last but not least we have the absolute legendary banger of fake love by BTS um I remember the exact place I was moment in time why I heard this song for the first time and um my uh, sister Kit showed me and she showed me the music video and I was in working in Great Lakes so I was stationed in Great Lakes and I uh was still living up in the burbs it was like the first year I got there and um I, uh, (laughs) I heard it and I was like silent through like the entire music video, just, just silent. And then at the end, I was like, that was really good. Like, that was really good. And, um, we, you know, we were talking about it and like, of course she was freaking out because like she was already like a fan and everything. And I had no idea like what was up and (laughs) I just liked the song. And then the next day, I think it was a weekend and um the very next day i went home and wait no i wasn't in the burbs yet i was it was in the city i was living in ravenswood in my ravenswood studio and (laughs) i remember going home right after and then like sleeping on it and then the next day i woke up and i like binged every single bts music video every single one i watched every single one and um I fell so deep into the trap so quickly, and it was just amazing. <laughs> it was amazing how quickly I fell, um, <laughs> and uh, 
I remember um, like watching them and really liking the music. Like almost all the music videos I really liked. The songs, I would listen to like random songs. Um, I think like the succession of um, music videos that I watched was like Fake Love, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and probably DNA, I think. Um, Because this was when Love Yourself Tear just came out. So that was like the comeback the comeback that was happening. Um, so yeah, I, I just binged it and I just couldn't stop listening to it. And then I like started downloading the music. And, um, then that day I remember like being in the living room and like Kit like came over to my house. And as soon as she walked through the door, like I had it up on my TV. As soon as she walked through the door, I was like, I can't stop watching these music videos. Like, I have watched 20 of them so far. (laughs) And I was just like, oh my god. I was so, so deep in the rabbit hole. And um, then, like, you know, that that, uh, stemmed, like, the conversation of, like, oh, well, you should listen to blah, 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 blah. Or you should watch blah, 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 blah. And it just developed from there. And uh, it's been a wild ride ever since that day. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, Fake Love is very, very good. Um, probably, I think it might still be one of my favorite BTS BTS songs. Um, and it's definitely, like, my favorite, like, title track for sure. Um, but I loved the look, like, I love the aesthetic of it. And, like, ev- like the black and the harnesses and the chokers and, like, buckles. Like, it was just hardcore and, like... <laughs> emo and all the the all black hair like every they had the matching black hair and uh it just worked so well and like they were just pulling it off so fucking well and I like couldn't believe it and um I just I fell into the trap and it took like half a day for that to happen um and then I just you know do what I do with everything which is uh uh consume consume things all at once and forget to digest um but yeah so that it started my liking bts journey and uh it definitely i don't remember what i don't remember what i did before liking bts like i have no idea (laughs) what i used to do like i don't even remember what i used to listen to before that because when i when i started listening to bts i started listening to like more k-pop and um now like I've expanded like who I listen to. So in the beginning, like I was really um against listening to other artists for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um <clears throat> it was kind of stupid actually, but I just wanted to listen to them and that was it. And then um as I started like once I listened to every single BTS song, I was like still craving like wanting new music and like wanting to listen to more. So I started like branching out and listening to different groups and now like, now I have, like, a good couple of groups, actually, that I listen to, um, that I like a lot, uh, so it kind of just, like, threw me into this new, like, world of music that I didn't even know was a thing, um, and, uh, it really, like, it really, like, changed my life, for sure, 100% changed my life, um, but yeah, I don't even remember what I used to listen to, like, I don't remember what I used to, like, like do on my phone or like I don't remember at all before BTS so um it it just like changed everything (laughs) but yeah those are the songs that uh really um 
did did a number on me. Uh, I'm sure that everybody has, you know, a song or two that they remember being like, oh yeah, like the song definitely like changed like my life or changed the way I look at something or whatever. Um, and uh, uh, I think that music is so and so crazy because it's like obviously so important, but I feel like people don't even like realize how important it is because they it's just like a given now they're like oh yeah well yeah you love music whatever you know like it's just like a a throwaway comment but when you think about it like it really does shape your life like it it really does people who don't listen to music every day freak me out like you got to be some type of weird psychopath to not listen and enjoy music every single day um but that's just my opinion uh so yeah um these songs were definitely important to me still are important to me um if you have any songs that have shaped your life in any way please share them um uh what else i have my what's on your mind segment i'm not gonna do the song of the day because i feel like we've talked about music already too much um so those songs that i mentioned please uh try and go give them a listen um they're all really good so (laughs) Um, so yes, what's on your mind is the question of the day, the segment of my, my, uh, podcast. So what is on my mind today? I had a, um, person tell me the other, it was like my duty day. So it was like two days ago and something, we had to do something that I was just not happy about. And I was like, this is stupid. Like this sucks. Like, why do we have to do this? Whatever. Like just being salty and just normal, you know? And, um, the person that was in charge of me, he, my HM1, he was like, well, you know, I had to do this when I was, like, younger too, so you're just gonna have to deal with it and, like, go ahead and, and just get it done. I can't even remember what it was, honestly, but it just kind of reminded me of, like, the whole phenomenon of, like, oh, like, I've suffered in this specific way, so you're gonna do it too, because, that's just how things go. And like, you have to, like, you have to also suffer, you know? And like, I don't know, like that, the phenomenon is just so weird to me because like for certain things I can understand that. Yeah. But like other things I don't, you know, I would never be like, oh yeah, you have to experience this shitty situation or this, um, like really unfortunate emotion because you just have to, because that's just how life is. And in my opinion, like, if you can prevent or if you can help prevent some, like, something adverse or something unfortunate happening to somebody else, like, regardless if it happened to you or not, like, why wouldn't you, you know? Like, why wouldn't you do your best to, like, make sure that someone doesn't go through the same thing? Um, I don't know. That's just my, like, opinion. Like, if you... You know, if you have, like, a, um, uh, like, lose a family member or something, like, you don't automatically think, like, oh, well, this sucks for me, so, you know, you're gonna, I want you to feel the same way, too, just because, you know, it should be fair, but that's, like, the thing is, like, going through shitty things and stuff happens to everybody, yes, but it's not, it's never fair, you know, it's not, like, every person gets a certain amount of suck in their life and then they're done. 
So some people can have like really great lives and not experience that much like suck in it. And then other people could just keep getting dealt shitty hands over and over and over. And there's nothing you can do about it. So it's just kind of like, I, I'm never the person to be like, oh yeah, I don't want to do this. And you don't want to do this either. And I've already done it. So I'm going to make you do it so that you can experience how much it sucks. <laughs> like, I would never do that. <laughs> it just seems like so like wild to, to like wish someone to experience a, a shitty situation that you went through. Um, like, I would, I would do my best to spare other people the, like, the pain that I went through. Um, but yeah, the, the problem that originated this line of thinking was, like, very small and trivial. Um, but it, it just, uh, sparked, like, this train of thought that I had of, of, like, thinking of, okay, yeah, I had this thing happen to me or something like that. And there's other people that can be experiencing it too, but... I don't want them to because it sucked. Like, you don't want to wish that on somebody. Um, and I think in the military especially, um, and in the Navy especially, people uh, have the mindset of, oh, yeah, well, I did this and it sucks, so you're going to do it too. Just because that's just, you know, the way that the Navy works and that's the way the military works. You can't get away from it and whatever. Um, but I'm like, you can, you can improve people's quality of life. Like, that is a thing people just don't do it like because people want the equality of the the suckage like they're like you don't deserve to have a better quality of life than I do so like you're gonna have to do all these things that make your life suck just because to feel it so I don't uh I do not agree with letting people just throwing people to the wolves for you know like experience sake or whatever like there's some things yeah you won't be able to avoid but it's like the little things that if you can't avoid them I like I would every single time like I would never like throw somebody like junior than me to the wolves just because like they never done something before or they you know haven't experienced it before um like if I can spare them that then I will um so yeah, that's just uh, a little chunk of uh, my brain on that. Um, and I know it's a very kind of specific issue, um, and I'm not sure if I explained that well. But um, yeah, I would definitely expand on this uh, idea a little bit more, but um, I kind of don't have too much bandwidth remaining. Um, but yeah, I want to, now that I'm like up a... Uh, a rank like I'm a rank higher now because I got promoted uh, recently um, I like want to do my best to not let the same shitty things that happened to me like happen to like my juniors and you know the people that are uh, lower on the food chain than me like I will 100% offer myself up before I offer anybody else lower than me up um, if it's like a task that can get done by anybody so um, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, like setting good examples, <laughs> even if it sucks for me, like, it's always worth it in the end to, to know that someone, you know, trusts you and, like, feels safe with you because they know that you won't screw them, they know that you, they won't, you know, you won't, 
uh, leave them out to dry and like give them no tools to figure anything out and just like put them in the water and tell them to swim. So, um, yeah, I, uh, that is all I have for today. Um, I'm thinking of some performance ideas, I think, for next time. Um, I am probably going to start talking about, um, music a little bit more, um, and then maybe get into some, like, serious conversations. I don't know, maybe. Um, but I am running out of time for today. Thank you for joining me in Morgan's room. Um, this is very, very, very fun for me. And, uh, just because I talk to myself a lot, so this kind of (laughs) makes it a little bit more, uh, normal and less creepy. But, um, yeah, so thank you for joining me and hope everyone has a wonderful day and I will see you next time.